Calm Your Mind Sessions, putting brain science, mindfulness and psychology together for your practical use. Join every week with Jess Bigonio, mindfulness coach, psychotherapist and author, as she gives you methods to calmly navigate your way through the latest world challenges. Welcome to today's session and um, just as a way of introducing, um, I'm just going to invite you all to come into the present moment by doing a two to three minute short practice, just to kind of, as a way of centering, as a way of focusing. So I just invite you all to close your eyes and just begin to take a couple of deeper, longer breaths in and out. Beginning to notice the weight of your body as it goes down through your sit bones into the ground. And also including sound in your awareness. Noticing the sounds that are closer to you. And noticing the sounds that are further away from you. Perhaps picking up the sound that is furthest from you right now. And then bringing your attention back into the body. Noticing the contact between your feet and the floor. And beginning to get a sense of the space around you, the objects around you. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Okay, so well done. So the topic of today's session is the power of the wanting mind. I just invite you to reflect for a minute, for a moment, on how often you feel like you're having the sense that you're on your way to something else, or that you want something different, or want something more. It's basically wanting the next moment to contain something that this one does not. So just checking in for a moment, checking in with this moment and noticing if there's anything like that in your, in your awareness right now. Um, for example, for me this morning and this morning's meditation, I noticed a lot of um, on my way to something else, got quite a busy day. 
and my mind was doing a lot of planning of kind of um, just trying to bring me out of the present moment in and into all the things that I needed to do next. And so just beginning to recognize that and coming back to the present moment whenever that's happening. And so, um, you know, why do, why do we do this? Why does our mind have this tendency to, towards desire, towards this kind of, it's not quite enough as we are, where we are now, um, that we need something else or something different. And this is because we have a nervous system that is designed to have desires and wants. As if not, there's nothing wrong with having desires, nothing faulty with having desire. It's basically natural and necessary, and it's something that drives us, our urge to be alive. We basically wouldn't be here if we didn't have this kind of wanting mind. Um, it's also an urge to connect to others, an urge towards nourishment and an urge, an urge towards um, purpose. So these are all kind of the positive aspects of desire. And this is what underneath what, dr what drives it, what drives this wanting mind. The problem is when our identity gets hooked into and is driven by it all the time. So instead of caring about now, we fixate all the time on something that we want that's at some point in the future. And it gives us this sense of that right now isn't enough in some way, or right now isn't right, or it's, you know, it's, it's not, um, we can't kind of relax into right now. Um, and this is what we kind of need to work on with, with mindfulness, how mindfulness can help us is to bring us back into the present moment and let us have this you know, increasing feeling of enoughness of it's okay right now. Um, so yeah, so what happens when we get too hooked in desire is, is definitely something that brings us out of the present moment. So you notice that if um, if, we, if wanting mind kicks in, it's normally about something else and something in, in the future. So it's, it's something that directly calls us out of the present moment. And we can get consumed by it in a way that we are not seeing the fuller picture of our lives. So just for example, to give you um, an idea of what I noticed was going on for me this morning. So, you know, why, why is my mind kind of getting stuck in all the things I've got to do? It's because I feel like, in, in, you know, deep down inside, there's this feeling that when, once I get these things done, then I'll have a sense of satisfaction, relief and relaxation. So what is the desire about? It's not the desire isn't really about getting my stuff done. The desire is about having a sense of relief and relaxation. And so what if we can bring more of these feelings into our present moment experience, regardless of anything else that needs to happen? So. I don't know if you've ever had those feelings during meditation or, or perhaps when you're just really, really present focused, where this kind of letting go happens, where this okay, letting be, this is, everything's okay, just as it is, I'm fine right now. And this is kind of the, what we want to try to cultivate a little bit more. Because otherwise, the other thing that happens is that we get caught up in looking for substitutes. So um, substitutes are these kind of short-term fixes that we get that sort of feel like they're fulfilling our desires. And it might be a glass of wine, it might be um, food, it might be needing someone else to do something, like needing someone else to behave in a certain way. It might be needing somebody else to, um, to express their love towards us, for example, or a relationship to work out. You know, you can see these things, these things you know, sometimes they can be small things and they, sometimes they can be much bigger picture things. But what they all have in common is that they are substitutes 
for something, some kind of feeling that we're after that actually we can cultivate within ourselves. Um, substitutes do work for a short time term, and so you know that's why we kind of engage in them, and there's nothing inherently wrong in them. But just to recognise that in the long term, these are not what are going to really going to get us to reach these kind of feelings that we're looking for. Um, they did an interesting study on um, lottery winners, and what they found was that. Um, you know, at the beginning, the lottery winners were really excited, really happy, and they did get these kind of short-term feelings of uh, my needs are being filled. Um, but actually, over a longer period of time, a year, just a year and over, um, they were not, uh, there was no kind of difference in terms of happiness of those who won the lottery compared to those that hadn't. Okay, so quite an extreme example of, you know, sometimes we think um, the solution to our happiness lies in, in money. Sometimes it lies in a relationship working out, but actually these are kind of things that, you know, they do work for a bit, but then that kind of wanting mind kicks in again. And then it, so it, you know, this sense of dissatisfaction, if we're not working on it in a different way, it's going to come whatever situation we're in. And there's a, a really nice quote by Theroux. And he said, we spend our whole life fishing only to realise it wasn't fish we were after. Okay, just kind of take a moment to let that sink in and notice when you have the sense that you're fishing for something and that perhaps it isn't the fish that you're after. Okay. So what can we do? One, one of the first things we can do, and this is, you know, any, any kind of mindfulness practice teaches us to do this, is to stop and take a pause and begin to recognize when wanting mind is there. So if we have um, a line that is, we can call our awareness, if it's there, whenever we have anything that's underneath that line of awareness, things that we're not conscious of, there's nothing we can really do about them. Okay, so wanting mind is just there, we're not conscious of it, it's driving our behaviors, we're just kind of engaging on the substitutes, we're not, we're not really kind of noticing that it's happening, then that's, um, you yeah, know, that's one thing, but if we can, begin to bring wanting mind into more presence, sorry, more awareness, awareness into a more conscious um, place, then we can begin to, um, you know, turn inwards, do a bit of a U-turn um, in towards ourselves and not so much outwards for looking uh, as a way to, to satisfy those needs that are not being met, okay? So the first thing, and it's a really simple step, is just, you know, as you go about your daily lives, just um, perhaps just recognizing, ah, oh, there's wanting mind, there it is. And notice what that feels like in the body. So perhaps we can, we can just try this for a moment. If you just close your eyes for a minute, for a minute. And bring to mind something that you feel like you want or desire right now. It could be a small thing in your life, it could be a bigger thing in your life. And notice, the kind of experience that that has in your body. Notice the sensations in your body relating to that. And seeing if it's okay just to let them be there, not to try to change them in any way. Just noticing that it's part of the human experience to have wants and desires. There's nothing wrong. 
sometimes it helps just to say it belongs. Okay, just opening your eyes again. And so I just invite you to practice with this over the, um, over the next few days um, and just kind of just bringing that wanting mind over into this into the kind of into the part of us that is more aware and seeing what just, just noticing what happens when you do that. No need to change anything else other than noticing it and recognizing it. Okay, so when we drop into we're going to drop into our meditation for today. So we're going to practice a little bit um, with the breath and the body. And I just invite you to notice any time this wanting mind happens and to labeling it during your practice. So if your mind is going into anything future-based basically, so it might be into planning, it might be into um, some kind of fantasy um, about um, what you might want to happen or just kind of any kind of drifting into the future which is pulling you out of the present moment and you could try practicing labeling that wanting mind and then coming back in again okay so we're we ready getting yourself settled for today's practice those of you who have not practiced a mindfulness meditation before all you need to do is follow along with the guiding and knowing that the objective of this practice is not to stop thinking or not to reach any particular state, relaxation or calm, but simply to notice as much as possible without judgment, your changing experience moment to moment. And so if your eyes are not closed already, I invite you to close them gently. And if at any time you become sleepy or in any other way uncomfortable with closed eyes, just open them and fix them on something that is still. so beginning by noticing the points of contact between your body and anything that you're sitting on Noticing the contact between your feet and the floor. And see if you can make a conscious decision to allow your experience to be whatever it is right now. Including any thoughts, 
any wanting mind, any emotions, any body sensations. Allowing them to unfold moment by moment. Knowing that there's no right or wrong way to be. Simply noticing your experience just as it is. And so drawing your attention into the shoulders. Seeing if you can feel the shoulders from the inside out. And if you notice any tangling or tightness in this area, Try imagining a kind of dissolving, like ice turning to water. And noticing to the jaw. Seeing if you can allow it to unhinge a little. And the sensations inside the mouth. And when you notice that your mind wanders off into thinking, perhaps noticing wanting mind, or judging mind, or analyzing mind, you could choose to come back and rest your attention on the breath, using the breath as a home base to bring you back into the present moment. Wherever you notice it most vividly, might be in the inflating and deflating in the tummy, perhaps in the gentle rise and fall of the chest. Or in the inflow and outflow of breath in the nostrils. 
floating on the waves of the breath. It's like a raft rising and falling on the waves of the sea. Noticing the full cycle of the breath. Breathing in, the point where it turns to an out breath, breathing out, the point where it turns to an in breath, breathing in. You might notice that your attention goes in cycles away as well. So it goes away and comes back, goes away and comes back. No right or wrong big way, simply noticing. might also choose as a way to come back to focus on sound. And instead of labeling the sounds, noticing their raw qualities, their rhythm, their pitch, how loud they are, Noticing how sounds come, stay a while, and leave again as new ones appear. Allowing sound now to fall into the background of your awareness and drawing your attention back into the body. 
and seeing if you can bring that quality of listening to the sensations inside the body. That they have a rhythm, that they change in intensity. They appear and disappear. You might get a sense of the space out of which the sensations appear. And when you're ready, gathering your attention back into the weight of your body. Noticing how it goes down through your sit bones into the ground. And taking a deeper breath in. Slowly releasing, breathing out, down into the ground, into the earth. Releasing the weight of your body to gravity. Noticing how it holds you in place. So beginning to move a little, beginning to bring your attention back into the room. When you're ready, opening your eyes to bring this practice to a close. Okay, well done everyone. Have a little stretch if you'd like to. And thank you to those who've joined us on the podcast. Uh, wishing you a wonderful week ahead. <laughs>